The Thrive Podcast. Led by faith to elevate His name, encourage the body of Christ, enrich our families, and serve our brothers and sisters through hard work and with integrity, bringing glory to God. This is how we thrive. And now, your host, Casey Mallorca. Well, welcome back to the Thrive Podcast. All right, well, this is uh, week two, starting our weekly podcast, and today I've got a special episode for you. This one is with uh, Rhonda Summer, and she is a young lady that was doing a school project that we decided to record for her, and it was so good, I'm going to release it. I mean, it is really nice to hear a young person talking about finances that is different than what the world is screaming, and that's what God wants us to do. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, using scripture to not go the direction the world wants to pull you, but go the way God wants you to go. And God calls debt folly. He calls it basically dumb. I mean, to be indebted to somebody else, it's not a good thing. This one is really close to me because this is a subject that I've spent eight and a half years getting out of debt, helping other people get out of debt. It's kind of our our life's ministry. This is what God has called us to do, is to help people with their finances. And to hear Rhonda fighting against what the world is saying, to, to already have it ingrained in her that, that this is not a smart idea, I think she's going to be going places. I mean, I can't understand how she wouldn't, with her attitude, with her zest with with all of that i cannot see her failing with her finances in life when it's time i think if she sticks to this stuff she's gonna be a winner she's gonna she's gonna be a go-getter when you listen to her it's it's just it's it's all throughout that and you know it was very disheartening to hear what we're teaching in the schools today that you have to get through life with a credit card when we you know if you don't know that that's a lie you need to wake up You know, me and Jen for eight and a half years have done without an actual credit card. Anything that requires, or I should say, quote, requires a credit card, we use our debit card and it works just the same. Because if a company you're going to doesn't accept debit cards, well, guess what? It's got a visa symbol. You can run it like a credit card. Well, there you go. And it comes with all the protections that Visa provides or MasterCard, if that's what your debit card is. The only difference is it's not pretend money. It's money that's actually in your account. It makes you think twice before you spend it still. Now, there are still, you know, the worries of, hey, you know, I can get carried away because it is plastic. You don't have those bills in your hand saying, are you sure this is what you want to spend it on? But it's a lot better than a credit card because a credit card just doesn't hurt when when you're like, oh, it's fine, we'll just put it on the credit card. It's on the credit card. But when you use a debit card, at least... You know, you've got that little bit of twinge of like, man, this is coming. This is money that I just made. It's in my account, and now it's going to go bye-bye. So there still is that that physical attachment in one way. So this is just a subject that I thought would be really good for the listeners out there to hear. The idea that even though the world, I mean, you know, let me back up. You know, eight and a half years ago, me and Jen were in a ton of debt And one of the episodes that we've got coming up is actually going to be about our story, our testimony, uh, when it comes to God and how he fixed our finances. But 
just for a little taste of that right now, you know, we were deep in debt and I'm not going to tell you how much right now, make you wait until then, but the, the struggle we went through to get out of it, part of that was it healed us in many other ways. And one of them is, you know, we gave up TV, which we realized was just sucking the time out of our life was just not doing us any good. You know, we'd watch the news, we'd get depressed. We'd just sit there and veg out. We wouldn't do anything. And so, you know, mainly it was the the live TV, you know, and where I'm going with that is it, the commercials. I mean, you just get bombarded and you don't realize how much you're being bombarded with people that are trying to sell you things you don't need. And we didn't realize that until, you know, it was probably halfway through, you know, four or five years in. And we were at somebody's house and we ended up watching TV with them and we realized we stopped talking to them or we were having just these kind of little bit conversations, half conversations. We're watching these commercials. And we're looking at each other like, what is this? I can't believe how how much junk they're trying to push and how much they're trying to sell you. Or it seemed like at every turn it was a credit card this and get in debt this way. One of the things was the commercials, they were just, they're filthy. They're, you know, whether it be just the ideas they're putting out or the sexuality they're using, it's just, there's no point in watching these things anymore. It's 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 useless. And look, at, I'm not one of those that, you know, I'm not going to go Amish and, you know, we own computers and, you know, we watch Netflix and that kind of stuff. But you really have to ask yourself, and and we did an, uh, an episode a while back that was, what are you watching? And, and, you know, I really would recommend you go back and take a listen to that because one of the things that's what we talked about was the simple fact that, you know, what you take in your eyes affects you. One way or the other, it affects you. And if you can control what goes in, it's a lot easier to control what goes out. Bringing it back around, this was just a fun conversation because this is just, it's its not the, the norm to hear somebody, anybody, even an adult talk about this, let alone a, a kid, because, you know, quite frankly, they're going after him. They're going after kids at an early age, trying to get them to use credit cards, trying to get them into debt, telling them they have to, have to, have to. And in reality, you don't, you don't, you don't. That's just it. You do not have to go into debt. Nowhere is it written that that is the only way to succeed in this country. And for many, many, many years, it wasn't that way. Recently, it has become that way. And really, it doesn't help you get ahead. It helps the companies get ahead. They are making billions, with a B, billions of dollars off of us. And they're not only making it off of us, they're making it off of the small businesses that are taking credit cards to sell things from uh, to you. And really, they're, they're getting it from both ends. So, you know, they get you with interest rates. And if they don't get you with interest rates, they're getting the, the sellers. And then so then you get this team of people out there that are like, oh, no, no, no. I I use credit cards. I get the points and, and I beat them at their own system. I'm winning. I'm using the credit cards to get ahead. No, you're not. I can guarantee you you're not. You know how I know is because the items that you're buying have factored in the amount that gets charged to them. And when you use your fancy point card, what ends up happening is you get you get charged because whatever that percentage is, they're not just going to eat that. It's built into the price. Odds are if you went with a wad of cash and it was it was expensive enough, if it had you had enough money talking about it, you you could probably get a smoking deal. You could get at least 
two to three percent off right out the gate. Let's not even, and that would not even eat into their profit. Do you get what I'm talking about here? Uh, when I was at the airport and when I first started working for the airport, one of the first things we came up with was a cash discount. And at the time, gas was $6 a gallon for aviation fuel. It was over $6 a gallon. And these guys were getting almost a quarter a gallon off by using cash instead. And they said, wow, you know, I mean, if you can drop it that much, why can't you just drop the price so I can use my credit card? And I, and I had to tell them, no, that's what the credit card company is charging us so that you can use your card. And that was a little bit of a wake-up call. You know, there's all these other things out there. And so, you know, when you buy stuff, you know, think really hard about where it comes from, you know. And the person you're buying it from is not an evil person because they're making a profit. That person has to live, too. They have to pay payroll. They have to get stuff done. So they have to make a profit, Uh you know, the, but the the simple fact of the matter is, is, you know, credit cards, they cost you money no matter what. Even if you pay it off at the end of the month, it will cost you because you can't get that cash discount. Well, anyway, that's me. I got up on my soapbox. That's what happens sometimes. I get on my little rant and away I go. Uh, but coming up right now, we've got Rhonda Summer. She's got a great, some great insights on uh, debt and why you shouldn't use it. I hope you are inspired by this young woman that she is going to be a go-getter. That She's going to just kill it out there because she already has the notion that debt is bad and that she is going to get out there and she's going to make something the old-fashioned way, rolling up her sleeves and just getting it done. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation that we have. Well, today we've got Rhonda Summer with us, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about the proper use of a credit card. And the funny part about that is even as those words came out of my mouth, I almost choked on them. The fact that the thought of having to use a credit card again makes me want to vomit. But I think that we the reason Rhonda is allowed to sit here today is she has a new take on the proper way. And we almost have to put the air quotes on there because... We're going to talk about our thoughts of a, of what a proper use of a credit card, which is very much against what a lot of other people are saying. So welcome, Rhonda. Hi. And uh, just so you know, too, this is a, this happens to be a, uh, a homeschool project that we're doing. And I, I was honored that I could be included in this. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I actually really look forward to putting this one out because I think a lot of people need to hear this, too. So mm-hmm. Rhonda, please... Let us know, what is the proper way to use a credit card? So, um, at least the way my schooling teaches it, is that the proper use of a credit card is uh, you get a credit card, you pay it off at certain times, you look beforehand and think about, like, what's the interest on it, and and you kind of get the most efficient, like, way to lose least money as possible. Um, which I think is kind of silly because if you want don't want to lose money, then you don't get a credit card. Right. Uh, you spend the money you have, not the money you are going to have. I totally agree. <laughs> um, and so the way that they kind of portray it is, is like you have a credit card. This is the way that you can most efficiently use it. This is the way that you should be using it because you are going to use a credit card. 
Um, and that's just kind of the way they put it. And I don't think that's necessarily true. It's like you might use your credit card. My dad told me like for renting a car, like you, you need a re- credit card to rent a car, which I feel like, okay, that might be a good use for, you know, if I'm going on vacation, I'm going to want a credit card so I can rent a car. But the way that they portray it is, hey, if you want to buy these shoes, right, here's this credit card. Just make sure you're getting the right one. Ouch. That's, yeah. So that is what's being taught out there. Um, I find it interesting. You're not buying into this, just that, that, that this this notion. How come? Um, so I've been raised in a way where um, I set aside my money wisely. I tithe my 10%. Uh, I have 50% that I have for my spending, which is I can spend <clears throat> on whatever I want because my housing and my food is being paid for me. Um, and then the other 40% actually goes into savings. So it's not only like my rainy day, mm-hmm. it's for cars, it's for my college fund. So 40% of all of the money that I get is going to go into that savings fund and it's going to be collecting interest as I go. Um, I think the only time I've ever pulled out of that savings fund is when I lost my retainer and it was a very pricey amount and I, I had to pay for it. And then, of course, I found them like a week later. But isn't that how it always works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just so you know, as you hear in the background, Miss Skyler is also in the studio today, and she's very much enjoying this podcast. Um, so, it, you know, it's funny, the the, the world mainstream, mm-hmm. and I love the way you were putting it, like, you need to buy these sneakers, so you, you, almost, you almost said it, but it, it almost seems like they're telling you, you need to have this credit card in order to make normal purchases. Yeah. That's not the case. No. Definitely not. Um, I think that if I'm ever going to be using a credit card, like the only time I think I'll be caring about my credit score is buying a house and buying like a good car, not like a junk car that I'm going to be driving at first, but like a a good car that I want to get that maybe I don't have all the money immediately, which I'm hoping I won't have to do um, because I'm hoping that I'll have enough money saved up. But definitely for like a house, that's when I'll care about like a credit score and then, of course, renting a car. True, you that 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 is uh, a general thought out there, um, but you know when it comes down to credit scores, it comes down to there is the reality that you can get a home and, and everything you want without credit, and a lot of it has to do with saving up. Um, there's the hundred percent down plan. That mm-hmm. one is an easy way to finance a house because then it's just here's my cash, mm-hmm. um, and actually get a lot of better deals with that. Even with that, that that that's a that's a big that, that's a big chunk of money. Yeah. And so there still is financing a house. I mean, we, that's what we did as well. And there's other routes that you can do uh, where the underwriter can actually look at I don't know how much money you make and how much money you save and yeah. how you spend your money and and the budget. You know, do you budget? And they actually look at those things. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that that the. It's being taught you have to, you know, everything is you have to do this and you have to do that. Um, that that that's being pushed so hard. Do you have any ideas as to why that might be? I think that a lot of it is just like and and this is my personal theory. I don't know if this is necessarily true, but it's I feel like credit cards can bring in a lot of revenue for the the government, especially just because like. You have tax and you have the interest on it and a large percentage of that, like, it's going to go up. Mm -hmm. And so um, all of these stores are saying, like, hey, here's this credit card where you're going to owe me more money than if you had just paid for it right now. And then we're going to be getting money, but we're also giving the government a little bit of money from that, too. And so everyone's benefiting from it except for you. 
right? You're you're the only one that's downplaying this, right? And they and they treat it in a way that's like, here's this really cool thing. Not really, but it's good for us. So you know, invest in it. It's very refreshing to hear a young person talking this way because it's absolutely true. You're absolutely correct. Uh, we're not conspiracy theory nuts here, but that's exactly what my thought is. The the, the idea is, you know, we currently have a system that is built on taxation. And also, you know, how is the economy doing? It's a, it's a capitalist economy. And so when you look at that idea, yeah, the if you spend more than you take in, well, then the government's getting more um, and, you know, everything keeps building. You know, you get end up making more money, which then helps you pay for your credit card bill. And now that you paid off your credit card bill, you can go buy more. And it's this endless cycle. And unfortunately, too many people are ending up on the wrong side of the cycle where they, they hit the point where they can't make their payments anymore and they, they don't have enough. Um, and it's getting a lot of people in trouble. It's it's creating a lot of problems out there. But nobody wants to look at that because it's, I don't know, it's, it, maybe it's just a small enough portion that they cannot care. But it's a, it's a multi-billion dollar uh, industry that we're going up against here that, that, that these ideals are going up against how do you feel about that i've also been taught in a way that's like if i can't put my money down on it now then i'm not getting it and so like i have like routes for college that like if i want to go into college then i can go through grants because i'm adopted right mm-hmm. um, because i was in the child protective services for over a year there's grants that I can apply, right? So that way when I'm going to, into college, right, I'm not going straight into debt, which is where I feel like a lot of the, the credit cards, like, they go into, like, hey, you're already into debt, so here here's this because you don't have enough money to buy this, and then you won't have enough money to pay this off. Right. That's exactly how it gets started. You obviously talked about this kind of stuff with your friends. What do your friends think about your idea? So friends is um, a loosely ended term. I talked a lot to my dad about this kind of stuff. Um, I'm very like, well, how come this works this way? I'm I'm someone who likes to ask a lot of questions, even though it's quite annoying to my father. Uh, and he's nodding over on the side like, yes, she asks too many questions. But um, I ask a lot of questions. I'm like, why does this work that way? Why do people do this? Why Why would somebody invest in this when it's obvious that the outcome isn't isn't great? Right. Why would you go into something knowing that the outcome isn't going to be good? You can pay off the credit card thing every month. But the fact is, is that you're still going into debt every month when you do it. Hmm. And I'm just I, I'm it's curious to me as to why, like, why do people choose to go into debt? Why would somebody like actively choose, say, hey, I want to I want to owe something to someone that just doesn't make sense to me. It's the delayed gratification. That's just where our society is right now it's it's the i gotta have it now i gotta have it now and look where it's put us it's it's in a very bad position and i don't believe it's made our economy as strong as everybody's saying it is because when you look at it we've got tons of problems out there we've got lots of people that need help but you've also got those that say they need help and then you watch them go get into these fancy cars and They've got these tricked out rims or they're wearing these very expensive clothes and they're saying, well, I need this and I need that because I, I can't get anything done. I don't have enough money. It's Well, are you spending your money wisely? And then we're told that, well, we can't ask that. They mm-hmm. they can't eat. And so we need to help them. While I don't want to ever see anybody go hungry, 
if you're doing it to yourself, we need to fix the problem first. Yeah. And and what it comes that that rolls us back into what we're talking about is debt. Yeah, it's it kind of um, they kind of brought that up in the in the class that I'm in where they're like, well, you have an option between these two shoes, right? One's ten bucks and one's twenty, right? Which one are you gonna go get, right? You're gonna put it on a credit card either way, but which one would you go get, <laughs> right? I know, like. Wow. You're going to put it on a credit card anyway. But, um, like, I don't understand. You can buy flip-flops at Goodwill for $2. So why are you going to go to this designer brand and get the flip-flops for 30 Yes. No, I totally agree. And they're the same exact flip-flops. Like, I just, I'm I'm someone who likes to save money. I'm very, very stingy with my money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very giving, like, hey... Um, you didn't bring money for food today. Here, let me help you out with that because I have some extra. But in terms of like for myself, I'm not like I'm going to get like 30 of this one thing because I don't need it. It's it's so funny you mentioned that too, like the goodwill. It's so funny to me that a generation that screams, we need to recycle, we need to take care of this earth, but they're not willing to walk 10, st- 10 steps into a store that has stuff that other people don't want but that they may want at a much cheaper option. And if forgive me, I'm pretty sure that falls under the recycling mm-hmm. ideal. And it's like, ew, I'm not going to buy other people's stuff. Ew. Hello. What are you know, what are you saying? So there's a there's a there's a lot out there right now that just gets me going, obviously, as you can tell, and <laughs> drives me crazy to hear. Um, and it's just very refreshing to 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 hear to hear you talking like this and knowing that um, the next generation of the summer family is not going to be um, chained down by debt. And and I think that's great. And uh, if anybody disagrees with this, you're happy to talk to Rhonda through uh, Todd Summers, Facebook page. And no, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, go ahead and send your questions into thrive podcast. Uh, and that's uh thrive podcast at gmail.com. We'll happily get those over to Rhonda and she'll definitely give you a 20 page answer on your one question <laughs> as to why you think <laughs> debt is good. Why would you think that you wouldn't be listening to this show if you thought so? Rhonda, thanks for coming in. Thanks for talking to me. Poof. Just like that. That one was different because, I, you know, normally I bring somebody in here and I had and I have a little bit of an expectation as how that person's going to talk about this, that and the other. But with Rhonda, you know, she's a teenager. This was just a little project. And man, she started to get on fire a little bit there. And uh, I like what she said. Obviously, you know, eight and a half years of not using credit cards. I was on board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. She is very articulate and uh, very... I was encouraged to to know that these things, you know, her parents have been teaching her these things and she is getting it and she is applying it to her life. And um, I'm encouraged that now, you know, we've got two young girls and we're trying to teach them these things and teach them, you know, no credit cards and you need to use cash and not to, um, you know, to be uncommon from the world. You know, everybody in the world is common using credit cards. That's just the normal thing. And so it's exciting to hear uh, somebody uh, getting that message and sending it out. 
Yeah, I feel bad for any boyfriend she's got, man. She can whip out a pair of scissors and be like, Watch out! <laughs> and that's the Well, another great episode is done, and just want to thank you for listening. If you have any suggestions, if you liked it, you didn't like it, go ahead and give us an email at podcast at thrivepodcast.org or hit us up on our Facebook or Twitter page at Thrive Podcast. Uh, we got some more episodes coming out next week, as well as the beginning of our daily devotionals will start next week. So I hope you tune into those every day. If you have any ideas for those, we'd love to hear it. Until then, make sure you're out there bringing glory to God. Have a blessed week. Bye.